Welcome to Chase Family Church Podcast. Today, Pete Tidy explores the power of forgiveness. We're going to be looking at uh, Matthew chapter 18. If you've got a Bible, you might want to turn to it. If you haven't, don't worry, the words will be coming up on the screen, or if you want to find it on your phone or Google it. It's Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. And as I say, the words should be coming up on the screen anyway. And that's what we're going to look at today. Um, in fact, let's just, let's just pray before we start. Lord Jesus, uh, we thank you for the opportunity to be together. Thank you for your word. And Lord, I pray that you will help me to speak your word uh, for your church today. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, today's, uh, if, if you like titles, the title of the message is The Power of Forgiveness. And today we're going to think about forgiveness, what Jesus said about it, why it's essential, how we do it, and what it achieves. And um, we're going to look primarily at Matthew 18, 21 to 35. So let's just go through that now. So starting at verse 21. Uh, Then Peter came to him, that's Jesus, and said, Lord, how often shall uh, shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were, very, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. So that's what we're looking at today. And that's one of the parables that Jesus told from Matthew 18. Um, So just before that, I'm going to look at why should we forgive? Why should we forgive Well, there are two reasons. Firstly, because God has told us to do so. In the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, verses 9 to 12, it says, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. So forgiveness is is required by God. He's told us to do it. It's it's part of how Jesus taught us to pray. He said, when you pray, say this. And part of it is, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. So firstly, why should we forgive? Firstly, God has told us to do so. But secondly... It's essential for our freedom, 
And that's really what we're going to be looking at today. It's essential for our freedom. So um, back to Matthew 18, uh, 21 to 35. I'm not going to read it again, but we're just going to go through the passage to see uh, what it tells us. So the passage starts with Peter asking Jesus how many times he should forgive someone who sins against him. And he suggests seven times. And Jesus responds by saying, not seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Now, he's not saying keep score. Obviously, 70 times seven. Um, is it 77? I'm not very good at mathematics. But you know, he's not saying keep score and wait until the 78th time, you know, or whatever, it, whatever time it is after that. He's making the point uh, that we should not keep count at all but always be willing to forgive. But then he expands upon this by telling a story to further illustrate the importance of forgiveness. So there's a servant who owes the king 10,000 talents. In today's terms, that's an enormous sum. It would be 60 million days wages, days wages, a sum that is impossible to repay. It would be at least a seven-figure sum. So we're looking at at least 10 million pounds. Okay, that's, that's the kind of debt this person owed to the king. It's just impossible to pay. At least seven million pounds, probably more. And the king commands that the servant be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that the payment of this debt be made. So the servant begs the king, and he asks for patience, and the king is then moved with compassion. And he forgives him, and he releases him of the debt. It's a massive debt, but he's moved with compassion, and he forgives him. He says, okay, all right, all right, I'll forgive you. You don't have to pay it. I know that you can't pay it. You don't have to pay it. But then the servant goes out and finds one of his own servants who owed him 100 denarii. That's, denarii. that's a far smaller sum than what he owed the king. I, I don't know what it is in today's terms, but it's far, far smaller. And he grabs him by the throat and demands that he be paid what he is owed. And the second servant begs him for mercy and patience. But he doesn't listen. He throws him into prison until the debt will be paid. And so the people around him, they see, they see what's happened. They see that... The king has forgiven him this massive debt, but then he's go, gone and um, not shown forgiveness to this other servant who owed, owed him a much smaller thing. And they see what's happened, and they're deeply upset. So they go and tell the king what has happened, and the king says to the servant, Surely you should have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you. And the king is angry and delivers him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due. And Jesus finishes with a warning that his heavenly Father also will do to you uh, if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother. So there's a strong warning by the end of it. And he uses this story to illustrate the importance of forgiveness. And the debt that the servant owed the king, it represents the debt of our sin towards God. The sum that we owe God is far too large to repay. We can't repay our debt to God. It requires mercy. All of, the Bible says that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Even if you're a good person, we've all fallen short. We, we'll never get to God's level of holiness and righteousness on our own. We've all sinned. We've all done wrong things. We've all thought things that are wrong. We've all lost our temper in, in various times and places. So we, all, we have this debt of sin to God. But we can't repay it on our own. It's just, it's just too big. It requires mercy. And the king showed mercy and released the servant of his debt. But then that servant didn't forgive the other person of the debt that was owed to him. And Jesus said that this person will be tortured. It's the same word used in Mark 5 verse 7 where a demon says to Jesus, Swear to God you won't torture me. And Jesus warns us that if we don't forgive others from the heart, we will suffer some kind of spiritual torment. 
In other words, we're opening a door to bring the enemy's influence or spiritual attack into our lives. So forgiving others is essential for our freedom. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 10 tells us that we forgive in order that Satan might not outwit us or take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. And Satan, he wants to destroy the church through bitterness. And we need to forgive in order that he does not take advantage of us. So forgiving others is essential for our freedom. So how do we forgive? Well, the first thing I want to say is it's not easy. Forgiveness is not easy. It's not something you can just do. It's like, oh, yeah, of course I'll forgive them. It's not easy. If someone has wronged you, especially someone you love, we can feel deeply upset. And the thing about forgiveness is you never feel like it. You never think, oh, well, I'll, you know, I feel like it today, so that's fine. Or you might think, well, I'll wait until I feel like it. I'll wait until I feel like forgiving someone. You, you're never going to feel like it. If someone's upset you, someone's wronged you, you're never going to feel like it. See, forgiveness, it's an act of obedience. We don't, we don't do it from our feelings. It's an act of obedience to God. We have to decide, God, I'm going to do this because you want me to, because you've told me to, not because I feel like it. In the passage we read earlier, Jesus speaks about the importance of forgiving. Not just forgiving, but forgiving from the heart. And it's important to be emotionally honest with God. I would encourage you in prayer, if, if there's someone you need to forgive, I'd encourage you in prayer to name the person. Tell God what they did. T tell him how it made you feel. See, the thing is, God knows how we feel. He knows everything. He knows how we feel before we tell him. So why should we hold back? If we hold back in our prayers, we're not fully being honest with God. We're not, we're not fully being honest with him. We're not having that kind of intimate relationship with him that he desires. Sometimes we think, oh God, I can't say that to you. I can't say that to you because I'm just too angry. Or I can't use those words because that's not righteous. Look, God knows how you're feeling and he can take it. I would encourage, you know, even... Even you know, if you kind of think, well, I can't use that word, or I can't use, that's a swear word, I can't say that to God. God knows how you're feeling. He can take it. You know, I, I think when we do that, I feel like God says, okay, all right, you've really let me have it there, but now we're talking. But now we're talking. Now, now we're being honest with, with each other. So when we're talking about forgiveness, it's important to be emotionally honest with God. And, you know, do, do that in whatever whatever way is, is natural for you from the heart. I think the point that I'm trying to make is don't, don't think, oh, I have to be too pious, and Lord, you know, Lord I, you know, I forgive this person and that's it and it doesn't matter. We've got, to be, we've got to be honest with God. God wants intimacy with us. So I'd encourage you to do that. Let me give you a testimony of where I did that. There was, years ago, there was a person who I was, I was really upset with and I, I felt like um, I'd been treated badly and I'd given this person a lot of time and I'd just got nothing in return and I felt just really hard done by. I felt like I didn't, didn't deserve to be treated the way that I did. And I did that and I told God and I, I, I said that to him and I said, you know, I, I named the person and I, I, I said all the stuff and I said, I said, I described how it made me feel. And I said... I said, God, this is not right. I shouldn't have to deal with this. You know, why, why has this happened? It's not right that I've been treated this way. And you know what God said to me? He said, Pete, <laughs> that's how I feel every time you sin. Yet I've chosen to forgive you. And it wasn't like God was saying, what you've been through doesn't matter. He was saying, he was saying look, it does matter. I understand. I'm with you on this. I understand how badly you've been hurt. And I, and I grieve for you. He wasn't saying that he was, it doesn't matter. He was saying, it does matter. But that's how I feel when you sin. I've forgiven you. And when you hear that, it just puts all your problems into perspective. 
and and that helped me to to forgive the person i still had you know kind of emotions that i, I was feeling but i said god i'm going to forgive because you've forgiven me you see the real issue with forgiveness is between you and god as he, he is the one who commands us to forgive. We don't even have to go to the other person to forgive. The process of forgiveness involves us and God alone. Now, yes, Jesus did say that we should leave our offering and be reconciled with that person. And we, you know, we do that before we have, have communion together and, and, and things like that. And we should do this where we have the opportunity. But first and foremost, the issue of forgiveness is between you and God. We can't control how the other person is going to respond. And we may not even be able to speak to them if they're not around anymore. I don't know, maybe the per I don't know, it could be a person years ago, maybe the person isn't with us anymore. Maybe the person, you know, you've moved away and you don't see them anymore. But we can decide to forgive before God. And whether you're reconciled or not, you will have removed the enemy's ability to hold you back. If we don't choose to forgive, we hold on to the pain. How do you stop the pain? By forgiving. You see, holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness, it's like you drinking a cup of poison and hoping that the other person's going to die. You might have heard that analogy before. I, I have many times. But it, it, it's such a powerful analogy of what's, what's really at, at work. But when we choose to forgive, it has great power to free us. And that's the power of forgiveness. So that's what forgiveness is. I want, I want to go through now a bit about what forgiveness is not, because there's some common misconceptions uh, about forgiveness. A few things I want to go through about what forgiveness is not. Uh, firstly, forgiveness is not forgetting. God doesn't forget our sins because he's all-knowing. He knows everything. But he chooses not to remember our sins anymore. That, there's, a, there's a difference between that. In a sense, that there's nothing that God doesn't know because he knows everything. But he chooses not to hold it against us. He, says that he chooses not to remember our sins anymore. It says that in Jeremiah 31, verse 34. And part of the commitment to forgive is deciding not to bring up the past and use it against that person ever again. You know, one of the things it says in um, 1 Corinthians 13 about love is that love keeps no record of wrongs. And that's, that's, that's the thing that's hard for us. Sometimes we, we, we want to do that. We want to remember, well, what about this, this, and this? Love keeps, no, God doesn't keep a record of our wrongs. And if we're imitating God, we, we, we have to let go of that record. It's difficult. I mean, I, I'm, I have a, I've been told I have a reasonably good memory, although um, Suze will tell you that there are occasions where that probably isn't quite true. <laughs> that's where I have to ask her for forgiveness. But... Um, but for, for some things like academically with exams and stuff, I found I've got a good, good memory for various things. And it's hard because love keeps no record of wrongs. So when we, but when we forgive, we have to choose to not remember things anymore. So forgive, forgiveness is, is it's not forgetting. It's not saying, well, that, that didn't happen or it doesn't matter. But it's, it's choosing not to count it against the person anymore. So forgiveness is not forgetting. Secondly, forgiveness is not tolerating sin. Forgiveness does not mean that we tolerate sin. Does God forgive? Yes. Does he tolerate sin? No. No, he doesn't. Absolutely not. If he did, Jesus wouldn't have had to die. But he, he did. He had to die for our sin. Now, the, the thing is, you have every right to put 
a stop to sin by laying down biblical guidelines or by removing yourself from a particular situation. Sometimes with forgiveness we think, well, we have to forgive, so, so you know, it's okay, or they can just, you know, they, they, I have to put up with it, or they carry on what they're doing. But we have every right to put a stop to sin by um, laying down biblical guidelines or, or by removing ourselves from a particular situation. If you don't put an end to the cycle of abuse or poor behaviour, it will just continue. So forgiveness does not mean that we have to go on tolerating the sin of another person. We have to forgive and let go of the past, but we, we can draw a line and say, look, I'm not going to tolerate that anymore. If someone's wronging you consistently, God doesn't want you to be troubled by it. God doesn't want you to just carry on and, and, and be suffering. So there, we have to forgive, but we shouldn't tolerate sin ongoing for the future. And the third thing is what forgiveness is not. It's, it's not seeking revenge. The problem we often have is that we want revenge for the wrong that's been done to us. We tend to think that forgiving means we, you know, we just sweep it under the carpet and say that it didn't matter. But emotionally, sometimes we think, I want, I want revenge. Uh, you know, I, I want to put this right. I want to address this situation. But Romans 12, 19 tells us that we should not take revenge because God will avenge. And when you choose to forgive, you're taking a step of faith to trust God with what happened, to hand all the pain uh, and those demands for justice and revenge over to him, safe in the knowledge that he will ensure justice is done. And in the meantime, you can walk free. This is a hard one, <laughs> not seeking revenge, because emotionally, that's what our emotions drive us to do. We, we want to seek revenge. We, we almost want to look for situations where we want to you know, put it right and, and take revenge. But the, the thing is... We're told not to seek revenge. We're told to let God avenge. And on the day of judgment, God will, he will bring vengeance and justice to every wrong that has ever happened. And that's why we need Jesus. I, tell, I don't want to be on the day of judgment having not repented of my sin because Jesus is going to judge the world for every wrong thing that is, is going to happen. They're going to have to face the judgment seat of God. And we can take encouragement for that when we're thinking about forgiveness is that we can put this in the hands of God. We can leave this in the hands of God because God will judge everybody and he will judge righteously. I'm glad about that because if it was left to me, I would not judge right, righteously. I'd, I'd let my emotions take over. And I, I'm an imperfect human being with my own sin. And, and I'm glad that I don't have to judge that because I'm not the righteous judge. Only Jesus is the righteous judge. Um, but, but the thing is, we have to be reminded of that because when you... When there's hurts in our lives, we want to seek revenge sometimes. But we have to forgive. We have to say, no, God, I'm going to forgive this person and I'm going to trust that you're going to deal with this. And that, that really is what we've been um, looking at today with, with the children's talk. You know, put, putting the things in the jar, let's say, God, I'm going to trust that you're going to deal with this. I'm going to trust that you're going to deal with this in the right way. So forgiveness is not seeking revenge. And it's hard. It's hard, but we, we have to let it go. We have to give it over to God. And we can, because he's the righteous judge. So what have we heard this morning about forgiveness? Forgiveness is essential for our freedom. Forgiveness is to set a captive free and then realise that you were the captive. And that, that's the revelation of it. It's an issue between you and God. He commands you to forgive because he loves you. He knows that bitterness will defile you and others and cause you to miss out on the abundant life that Jesus came to give you. 
and it will stop you becoming a fruitful disciple. But when we do forgive and we're emotionally honest and choose to trust God to put things right, it brings great freedom. And that's the power of forgiveness. I've taken, I should have said this at the beginning, basically everything that I've said today is taken from um, the forgiveness session on the Freedom in Christ course, uh, which you probably heard us talk about on various occasions. And, and what they say in Freedom in Christ, they say that from their, from their experience of, of uh, helping people um, walk into the freedom that Jesus won for us, the biggest issue, the biggest barrier that stops people walking in the freedom that God has won for us, it's not things like, you might think it's things like demonic things or, or thing, you know, um, the occult or things like that. The, the hardest thing is actually is unforgiveness. The thing that stops people the most with, with walking in the freedom that Jesus has won for us is unforgiveness. And when we look at the scriptures that Jesus spoke about forgiveness, we see why it's important. We see how powerful it is. Verse 35 of the passage we read earlier, Jesus said, So my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother from his, uh, his trespasses. That's the importance of it. But praise God that, that Jesus came to earth, that he said these things, that we have the word of God that tells us these things so that we would know the truth and it would make us free. And... As I, as I think about these things more, every time I think about when Jesus was, was dying on the cross, having been tortured, having been rejected by his own people, you know, having in, in all sort of weakness, and imagine the emotional state that he, he was in at that, that point where people are mocking him and, and jeering him and, and, and cheering at his, his torture on the cross. Do you know what he said at that moment? He said, Father, forgive them. Forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. And I'm always moved by that because it's like Jesus was saying, he's saying, save them from hell. Save them from torment. Save them from the things that the enemy wants to, to devour them with. I'm just, I'm just so moved because he wasn't thinking about himself. He was thinking about other people. I think the rest of us, we'd be thinking of ourselves at that point. He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And when, and when we have these issues in our lives, I think we have to remember that. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And I suspect that even if they did know what they do, he'd st even if they did know, he'd say, forgive them anyway. And you know, Stephen, um, in the book of Acts chapter 7, Stephen, when he, was, when he gave that speech, uh, and, um, and the people were so angry, and they, they covered their ears, it's, it was almost like they couldn't handle the truth of what he was saying. He was... Yeah, he, he was speaking, he was calling these people out for how they'd rejected the prophets and they'd rejected Jesus. And he, he was basically calling them out to say how they'd resisted the work of the Holy Spirit and, and, um, and they covered their ears. It was like they were like, they just, it was almost like they couldn't handle the, the truth that he was being spoken and they stoned him to death. And do you know what he said as he was being stoned to death? He said, he said yeah, Lord, do not count this sin against them. That's just amazing. And that's, that's the wonderful, you know, that's, that's, that's the work of the Holy Spirit in someone's life. You know, it's that, it's that God forgive them. You know, and, and that's, that's what Jesus has done for us. And I think the thing with forgiveness is we, we have to remember. When we remember that Jesus has forgiven us. You know, Jesus, if, if there's one person, if there's one person who had every right to say, God, let them have it because I've done nothing wrong. It's Jesus, but he didn't. 
But he didn't. That's, that's the heart of, of God. That's why God sent Jesus. And in his humanity, in his weakness, in his kind of tiredness, in his emotions, he still chose to forgive. And that gives hope for you and I, you know. He did that, and then we have the Holy Spirit, so we can, we can walk in his way. And that's, that's the power of the forgiveness, folks. And, and really, I, I share this today because, you know, Jesus died. He died so that we would be free. He died so that we would be free. And actually, when we, when we realize all this stuff, God's done everything. It's, it's actually, it's up to us. It's up to us whether we live with bitterness or whether we let it go. Um, so I think it'd be good if we just, perhaps we just pray and, and reflect upon these things. Um, I wonder if the band could come up because perhaps it'd be good if we go into worship after this. Why don't we just, um, just pray together? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you that you came to earth. Thank you that you lived the life that you did. Thank you for the things that you said. And Lord, we thank you that you've forgiven us. Lord, we wouldn't be able to do it, Lord, if, if, if you hadn't done it for us, Lord. If you hadn't shown us the way, if you hadn't uh, died on the cross, rose again and, and left us with the Holy Spirit. So that we can live the life that you want us to live. And Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you will help us Help us to choose to forgive. Lord, it's not easy. We don't want to pretend that it's easy. Lord, you know, Lord, you know more than anyone else. You went through it. It's not easy. And these things, they do matter. And you understand, you understand us more than anyone else. You see the things that other people don't see. You understand that these things, these hurts, they do matter. They absolutely do matter. But Lord, in that, Lord, you tell us to forgive, to let go, to hand it over to you, Jesus, so that we would be free. And Lord, I pray for everyone who's here, everyone who's watching this, Lord, that you would help us to choose to forgive. Lord, show us, show us where, where we need to hold, let go of things we're holding on to. Show us if there are things that you want us to put right. And Lord, as we continue to worship, Lord, I pray that we will choose to use this time to forgive from the heart as you've told us to. Just encourage, if there's someone that the Holy Spirit has revealed to you, if there's, if there's someone that's come to mind who you need to be, you might think, God, oh, I thought I dealt with this, but maybe it's come up again. I just encourage you now to bring these things before God. If, if, if you need to name them, then name them in prayer. And as we continue to worship, if, if there's something you're struggling with, if, you, if there's something you think, this is just too hard, or I need, I need, to, I need someone to stand with me, come to the front and we, we'd love to pray with you. Maybe there's something where you think, it might be that you, you're saying to someone, you just don't understand. You don't, under, you don't understand what, what I've gone through with this. I want to tell you that God understands. God understands you. And there's nothing that's too difficult for him. And there's just one, one other thing. Every time I, I've been thinking about this, as I've been praying and preparing this, I just, I just feel like, I wonder if there's, there's someone who's been hurt by the church. And I don't know whether it's this church or another church or you've been hurt by Christians who've, who've let you down. And I, I just feel like the, that God would say, you know, you know bring it to me. And, 
And if you've been hurt by the church, if it's this church, we just want to say, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry for the relationship fallout. We're the family of God. We're the family of God. And, you know, Jesus has given us the ministry of reconciliation. And it's important that we're reconciled to one another. So we need to forgive one another. So if that's you, I just encourage you to just bring it before the Lord. Maybe you even need to forgive God. That might not, that might not make sense to you theologically, but, but maybe, maybe you're, you've been let down by God. Maybe there's a situation where you think, God, I, you should have dealt with that differently. I encourage you, just tell God. Tell God how you're feeling. He wants to give you peace. He wants to make you whole. Praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Let's, uh, let's just continue to worship together. And uh, as I say, if, if there's something you want to bring right and you want some prayer, we're, we're here. Come to the front for that. So let's worship. We pray that today's message will have blessed you. Do get in touch if there's anything we can pray for. And we hope you tune in next week.